Hello and welcome to the main protagonist podcast. I am the main protagonist, Casper, and this is my uh, comedic relief. Petri. Yes. Apparently I'm comedic relief. Yes, I had to think that for a moment, what you were again. (laughs) You're kind of an insignificant character, really, but he's allowed to co-host today. Ouch. Ouch. Okay, well, that's fine. That's uh, that's, uh, that's friendship. (laughs) That's That's true friendship friendship. for you. I'll take the comedic relief role. At least I'll be more memorable (laughs) than you. I I know you do, you absolute clown. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Uh, Well, we've been upgrading since uh, last week's uh, first episode zero. Got a little banner now. We got some decor. Yes, a little bit. Uh, only for those who actually look at the video. But uh, we have some Digimon in the middle, some Dragon Ball in the back, some Hikurashi on top, and we have a logo in the middle. Yes, I'm sure none of these boxes will be relevant in this episode. Uh, maybe the Digimon, a bit. A bit, a little bit. And Hikurashi to you. I was foreshadowing. No, no, we don't do foreshadowing. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. People will watch this on Spotify, can't see this anyway. No, that's why I described it to him. <sighs> Good boy. Good boy indeed. So, first uh, order of business. Apparently, uh, according to this, how much do we read? Manga, I presume. <laughs> I, I haven't actually <laughs> asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose manga is basically what we read the most. Yes. Uh, we joked last time that we didn't really read that many light novels. Uh, light novels not that much. I got a few. I got a few uh, volumes of Spice and Wolf. Fair enough. I'm that counts, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, the, if I had to describe myself, I would say uh, an interval reader. <laughs> I read an obnoxious amount of manga in a short period of time, and then I just drop it for a year. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I uh, I recognize that in you. Sometimes you just don't see any updates for the longest time, and suddenly it's like, oh yeah, I finished this. 100 chapters of this. Yeah. Where'd you find the time, Petri? Uh, is there anything you've been reading lately, then? Or uh, is uh, this one of your drought periods? No, no, I have... Uh, well, obviously, because it's all the hype and rage and it's bad, I read uh, Redo of Healer. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. You, you mentioned last time that you're watching this and you're already ashamed of it. Well, ashamed. You well, admitted that it wasn't good, so why are you reading all, it as well? It's, it's, it's funny in the worst way possible. <laughs> it's just a, a literal guilty pleasure. Not the figurative one. I literally feel wrong just reading it, but it's fun. Me. <laughs> well, yes, that does make it... It does make you guilty. That's, <laughs> yes. that's true, I suppose. I'm just surprised that... Uh, you're finally out of your draw period and you choose this, but... Uh, well, uh, I mean, I read it for the most part and uh, consecutively just shoved it <laughs> onto a shelf and never looked at it again. You just inhaled some of it and uh, that's it. <laughs> Correct. Um, you used to read a lot on your phone and your tablet, right? Uh, primarily my e-reader and my tablet, yes. And as of late, I haven't read a whole lot, but uh, in the past I've read the entirety of Bleach, the entirety of Dragon Ball, the entirety of Naruto. I'm Shonen Boy, I read all the Shonens. Yes. <laughs> Which oh, we'll come back in this episode. We also happen to have some Dragon Ball manga here in the background that is uh, slightly blocked by all this uh, Digimon, uh, this Digimon crap <laughs> that I'm sure is not going to be important. And um, for what I read, it's usually uh, either Shonen, as I said, or uh, romance, drama, and borderline hentai stuff. <laughs> There, borderline, he says. Border- well, B- borderline. I know you're a Kissixis fan. I mean that too. That's just degenerate fun for all. <laughs> <laughs> degenerate fun, he yes. says. 
It's gen- the generic manga. Let's be well, real here. Well, I don't have much. I I can't really fault you for that, uh, considering what most of my reading has been lately. I've been getting into uh, uh, a few Yuri and a few Yaoi novels that I still had lying around. Uh, okay. Some that I bought in recently. I finished uh, Killing Me. Hmm. Does that ring a bell for you? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a it's a Yuri novel about a vampire and a, a vampire hunter. Okay. That uh, aren't really uh, getting the whole antagonism going between mm. each other if you get my drift yes uh, trying to kill each other but uh, ooh yeah for, for the romance last, is more fun the last things I read would be Velvet Kiss which is one of those borderline degenerate mangas uh, would be uh, about a really rich girl finding just some dude and she just kind of throws money at him entertain me well you can make out of that what you want entertain me <laughs> yes I've read a few borderline stories <laughs> like that but uh, <laughs> and I've read uh, Nozoki Anna I, I like that uh, for the most part and then I thought hey there's a follow up let's read uh, that's literally the same manga but just in a high school setting I believe the main characters literally just have one letter difference in their name <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a high school setting but how much do you read um it's taken kind of a step back lately because of the corona crisis i used to read so so much because i have the one hour train ride to my work every day yeah the um, commute is the best way to yes i haven't seen i haven't seen a train in weeks and <laughs> before that i hadn't seen a train in months so uh, i haven't been doing a lot of reading in either Fair enough. But uh, I do still buy books, uh, but that's just, yeah. Sometimes you buy a uh, sometimes you buy um, a single volume, sometimes uh, um, I get to kind of catch up with a series that I've been following, but uh, I only order once a month, and manga is very easy to finish. So usually it's like, uh, oh, well. Yeah, you just open it you get and you're kind of done yeah you're done so fast and then you need to order more books yes and th- th- uh, this issue will perpetuate itself the hardest in bleach <laughs> naruto you have literal pages of text and it takes a while to get through and then you have bleach in the later chapter and it's just blank pages literally yeah it's amusing <laughs> it's amazing to see sometimes uh, like some stories are uh, so text heavy they're like oh god man it takes forever to get through this and sometimes you have a big book is like how did I finish this in an s- in like mere minutes? minutes. <laughs> mere minutes have passed, and I've already com- devoured a twenty-euro book. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's kind of bad. Uh, I did just order a new uh, batch of books, but most of it is uh, me catching up on series that I already had on my shelf, mm, and okay. uh, kind of getting to the point like, oh god, is this? A- when are they gonna finish this? I keep <laughs> getting behind, and then having to order a bunch of books. Yeah, for me, I have bought, uh, well, as of late, not much manga, but uh, I still have a shitload of it on my uh, shelf that I haven't read yet. Uh, I have the entirety of Akira. I've bought that a whole long time ago. Yeah, and that's I still very different from it. the movie, isn't it? Sorry? That's very different from the movie as well, isn't uh, it? Yes, it's far more expansive. I love um, the movie, though. I'd, uh, I, I'd still like to read it, but I haven't made time yet. I'm, as I say, that I'm very interval based on yeah, my reading yeah, yeah. and I kind of have to feel it and then I just devour it in like half a day and I have some random manga that I bought uh, chapters or volume one of just to look at what they were uh, but most of them never go anywhere for me 
I kind of like being able to buy like series complete, and I tried to do that this time. I tried to order the complete uh, set of Genshiken. Yeah, fair. That's um, I would like that. They released that as an omnibus. They had uh, at our usual web shop. They had the first two volumes, and the third one was sold out. No out possibility. <laughs> no possibility to back order whatsoever. Ah, well, that's just. Bad. And I tried looking around, and I found a few people that were selling like uh, separate mini volumes or. Uh, um, other releases and I think oh, I can't mix this together it looks no. horrible on my shelves exactly that's why I uh, bought the Dragon Ball uh, sets here or at least I blackmailed a friend of mine to give them to me <laughs> It's a, yes but it's such a shame that books are so frequently taken out of print if you uh, don't well, keep up with the fr- uh, for series then you're liable to just suddenly n- not have the ability to get certain volumes anymore and then you have to kind of improv- improvise a solution yeah but uh, definitely with older stuff uh, you'll especially notice it's just hard to get it uh, especially when it's not that popular and in my case uh, I just uh, often buy volume 1 of any particular manga that uh, catches my eye and oh, often- you're, one of those, you're one of those people that uh, <laughs> obviously that uh, when you go to a convention and uh, <laughs> you're looking around like oh this manga looks interesting and like volume 1 and 2 are sold out because Always. everybody bought them <laughs> Yeah, but that's, that's the point I was bastard. trying to make. I, I kind of uh, dislike it when stores just buy all the volumes in the same number. Buy a lot more volume one because obviously people are going to buy that the most. Yeah, I'm so surprised that that's still an issue. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's stupid, man. I mean, special edition where we uh, go to shop sometimes. Uh, they often uh, sell entire collections of old stuff and... They still don't have volume one of the new stuff anywhere. Yeah, I like how those guys kind of band together a complete set and like, no, you're not going to buy volume one. You're just going to buy this whole thing. It's done. You're going to buy the whole thing and that's it. But uh, shall we move on to convention stories? Oh my. Oh. Yeah, well, we're mentioning conventions and uh, that they often have like volumes one and two sold out. So uh, this works as a segue. Yeah. Do you do you even go to conventions still? Because you went to Tomocon a few times, I believe. Yeah, I've uh, to Tomo Fair, to Tomocon. I've been to one Abunai. Oh, I haven't been to Abunai. Uh, I've been to a few, but I have a staunch dislike for cosplaying. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair, Just fair. You don't have to cosplay, though. Oh no, no, definitely not. But that's always the first question I get when, like, colleagues or like, acquaintances. Uh, heard that I go to anime conventions and comic cons. They're like, oh, do you go in costume? No. No. L- look at me. What am I going <laughs> to cosplay as? Well, uh, the problem I was trying to get at for me is uh, <laughs> I already have a fairly low respect level for the average for average people, and then they cosplay and it just goes through the ground. And really? especially since uh, they often cosplay as anime that I absolutely dis- dislike. I was about to ask, why the hate? Why the hate, man? People are just vibing in their costumes. Yes, they perpetuate their stupidity outside now instead of keeping it in. Man, what <laughs> a community for fucking Japanese cartoons, man. We shouldn't be taking the high ground. No, 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 absolutely not. No, it's... I kind of I like it, but I do agree that uh, if you see cosplayers, a lot of them are um, like teenagers and uh, young adults. Yeah, uh, we're kind of in that age too, but a lot of them are into like the newer shows. You see a lot of Attack on Titan stuff lately, a uh, lot of series that are currently popular, and uh, yeah, that kind of uh, yeah, that doesn't really resonate with me. You don't really see a lot of uh, people going as classic characters and such. No, 
No, no, absolutely not. Uh, or at least not uh, anything that isn't particularly popular or rebooted. <laughs> yeah, I, d I was about to say, actually, because um, I remember one time I went to the Dutch Comic-Con in Utrecht. Um, well, yeah, kind of the familiar scene. You've got Naruto cosplayers, uh, Kirito from Sword Arts. <laughs> what you expect. And we were at a food court, and I spot somebody, and I'm like, looking like, no, 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 that, that, that can't be. Uh, I thought, no, 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 there must be some kind of idol show or something that just looks like, uh, that just looks like her. And I take a second look now. Holy fucking shit, that girl is cosplaying as Rena from Higurashi. That is the sword. That is the hatchet blade. <laughs> Fuck. Holy shit. I just had to go there. I was like, wow, I didn't expect anybody to cosplay as somebody from Higurashi. And that was way before they did the whole remake, before the remake was even like in the stars. I don't even think the visual novel remake by Manga Gamer was in the works back then. I was like, wow. Uh, to be fair, it's, I do think it's always been fairly popular, though. Uh, Higurashi never really was obscure in my mind, at least. Uh, Higurashi always... I think a lot of people knew about it, and I mean, if you, you pressed them, they would talk about it, but not a lot of people just kind of fanned out over it, I suppose. I mean, if you uh, went into... Uh uh, into your uh, teen years you were 13, 14, you started anime you start Alpha Lead and if you liked Alpha Lead you obviously gone to Higurashi, there's no segue between that <laughs> if you liked Alpha Lead you probably watched Higurashi good point, good point uh, so that's, that's <laughs> also very <laughs> factual for me <laughs> yeah, so that's why I think it never really went into obscurity in that uh, regard have you, uh, but have you ever had like any weird encounters at one of your conventions? Oh no! As I said, my respect. You just you just avoid I, people. I don't, I don't like cosplay in general, and cosplayers even less. Hello, audience. I am the <laughs> likable one in this podcast. <laughs> for, wow. For, the, for a change, no. It's just generally on. Uh, I I uh, can't um, um, uh, really focus on. Uh, or one uh, one thing it's, if it's noisy on a convention I can hear everyone and I have to follow everything and then I hear them spouting about some stupid ass opinion uh, from okay, the so anime they're cosplaying and would you, uh, would you say that uh, your autism kind of disrupts uh, any kind of enjoyment you could get from these conventions mm, yes it takes away from it not entirely but uh, I usually go to uh, conventions more as uh, to shop and to uh, get some uh, uh, Japanese food. Usually, I don't go for any oh, particular yeah, that's, event. Tomocon is great for that. Yes, definitely takoyaki and all <laughs> that. I do say that, but uh, during the Corona crisis, they had uh, two <laughs> editions of uh, what they called Tiny Tomo, uh, which were Corona-proof editions. And <laughs> the, the, the first imagine the biggest air quotes here, by the way. <laughs> yes, and they had the first one, and we went there, and. Um, well, they had the traditional Japanese foods. Uh, just a shame they had some local, uh, like, snack bar cart uh, that just had the fryer and they just tossed them in there. Oh, it, wa God. it wasn't, like, handmade on the spot like it usually yeah. is. It's just like, oh, yeah, we bought some kiyosa and some takoyaki and just... <laughs> just fling it in there. Just fling it into the uh, this fryer and... Uh, That's it. That probably yeah. hasn't been cleaned uh, since <laughs> the last 20 people that had this cart. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. But then it's the second edition. They were going to do that in a bigger city. That got cancelled, so they held it at the exact same spot as the tiny one the first time around. Oh and there they had more cards. They had they had um, 
Yeah, they had takoyaki and, and uh, shaved ice cream and all sorts of different stalls for food. Okay, and all of it, takoyaki, yeah, all of it, uh, all of it handmade by like people that specifically came to the convention. Yeah, yeah, that was like a, a bright spot in this entire Corona crisis. Mm. To actually have a Tomocon with uh, actual quality food again. No, usually when I go to uh, a convention, I uh, go there for either merchandise. Uh, just to uh, have some fun with friends, because I just like going out with friends, obviously. True. And uh, either that and uh, that, or uh, supporting some uh, some artist that's there, because hmm. I uh, behind you the uh, the Metabots stuff. Uh, I always buy from the same uh, artist there. <laughs> I uh, I like that she does some Metabots and Hamtaro. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you those Hamtaro buttons, right? Yes, ah, and, and yes. Metabots. <laughs> They're both. I, I stand up to get them and show them to the camera, but oh. I'm afraid I'm going to drop it, uh, punch the mic again. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I am a violent person today. I'm not allowed to move my hands anymore. <laughs> Keep them planted or else I'll hammer him <laughs> there. <laughs> no, the, uh, my, the only convention story I can really share that was uh, fun for me in a, in a different uh, sense was uh, I played a lot of Step Mania. You know this. Oh, yes, I do. And... Um, uh, when I was at my first, uh, I believe it was TomoCon, or it was a predecessor to it, it was called Tomo something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this... TomoCon has a lot of different... Uh, uh, maybe the Tomo party? Maybe. I it, don't this know. was years ago yeah. at this point. And uh, they had a Stepmania tournament. Uh, so my dumbass asked, of course, can I use keyboard? <laughs> because I'm uh, a keyboard player. I can play on pads, but I'm far better on keyboard. And then they were like, fine, okay, sure. And then they just kind of got their socks locked. <laughs> they did not expect uh, C750 with about uh, 30 uh, presses per second. Yeah, yeah, seeing you play that game, it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't, <laughs> you, you I don't need to do that. Can I just play like a cute little anime song on whatever is the say, default speed? You see the demonstration that the game uh, provides you to, uh, to you, and then you're like, oh, this could be fun. I could uh, practice it. And then you look like, and, uh, to the Asian guy to your right, that would be me in this case, <laughs> just yes, hammering uh, away. Yes, you and your very Asian features. Yes, of course. Yes, your step mania skills. <laughs> yes, that's the most Asian thing about me. <laughs> Maybe your intelligence if you weren't booted from school. Oh... <laughs> uh, Let's uh, not start about school systems, though. No, no, not again, <laughs> not again. Uh, if I had to name, um, like, an unpleasant experience, uh, it was also actually at Tomacon way before the uh, corona crisis. Um, they had a very convoluted layout, and uh, the usual for Tomacon. It's a little bit messier, but very cozy, and uh, lots of room to talk with people. Uh, there, was a st uh, there was a little stand, and they had all sorts of manga, and I was just kind of browsing around, uh, just trying to find something either complete, like an omnibus of something that looked interesting, or just uh, something I could snoop up in its entirety. And while I was standing there, I was talking with the clerk, and uh, I spot uh, um, Corpse Party, the manga. Yes. And I'm just looking at that, and uh, um, they have a little stack of the books. And the guy next to me is like, starts talking about it, like, oh yeah, this is amazing series. And uh, he's basically selling it to me instead of the clerk. <laughs> Ah, yes. That guy goes completely on a tangent about how wonderful the series is, how scary it is, and uh, oh, it's based on the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the game around. Anyway, uh, this guy, uh, God bless his heart, I uh, decide, well, this guy's very excited about it. I want to see what's up. I buy it. So I take the book, 
and there's another volume one underneath it. He takes that book. And under that volume one is volume two. And I'm like, volume one. And my brain processes, like, oh, well, might as well take it. So I take it, and it's the only <laughs> volume two. And the moment I take that book, the guy next to me, fuck! <laughs> he just screams. Just suddenly scream. I'm sorry if I scared people that were listening to this. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the compressor should help with that. He just screams. And I'm just paralyzed. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and he just looks at me for a moment and just kind of shakes his shoulders. Oh, well, yeah, this is uh, normal. This is the normal way for economics. First come, first serve. And he just makes. He just, <laughs> and he just turns around and walks away, and the clerk also stands. Just says, I just imagine him looking at his phone this entire conversation and just bets his eye up and like, what the actual shit just happened? <laughs> this clerk, this clerk, this little lady, and uh, sir, sir, we have more. <laughs> oh, nice. Ah, thanks. Yeah, the, the only thing that comes closer uh, to me, uh, to that story for me, was on a game convention. So uh, I'm just Some, going to somebody it. has to balls to pick a fight with you. No, not not a fight, <laughs> but it was just some stupid clerk. Uh, there was some. Okay, this was a game convention, and usually clerks sell to interested people that come to the convention, right? Yes, yes. And then this dickhead comes up and tries to sell his giant stack of PS2 games to this random clerk. Stupid oh yes, uh, the PS2 like. <laughs> Yeah, but the clerk was like, yeah, fine, I'll take it. Uh, 50, sure, gives him 50, gets the game. And there was a game in the stack that I want, and I'm just sneaking up. Hey. Oh, he did, he did have actually, like, va valuable yes, PS2 games. he got one valuable game, Shaman King. <laughs> that game is almost unfindable in uh, the Netherlands, in, in the entirety of Europe, actually. It's not that, it's pretty hard to find. And uh, I'm uh, just creeping up like, hey, um... Would you be willing to sell me that Shaman King? And he just looks at me. Yeah, I just got it. Like, I wasn't there for the exchange, but whatever. And he just looks at his phone. I'll look on eBay, what it were. Uh, I can find it. Uh, one half it for 10 bucks. Ah, sure, give me that. <laughs> I take it. Go to the sold listings on eBay. 50, 60, 70 euros. Ah, I think I've made a profit here. <laughs> nice. Undermines the poor clerk. Yeah, the, the <laughs> poor clerk never knew better. Still, man, that's kind of a jerk move. Don't go to conventions with your own crap and just try to pawn it off to someone the there. The convention is not a place for trade-ins. No. You... If you want to sell, go buy a stall and sell. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> with your 10 PlayStation 2 games. Yes. Well, it was a game convention. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. What else Wasn't that Donami, by the way? No, no, no. No, that's the museum. Uh, they also have a market. No, this was uh, the Retro Game Burst. Oh. <laughs> Uh, they have two events yearly, usually. Not so much now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I missed those markets though. I found a lot yes, of good stuff on them. It's just literally in a uh, gymnasium, and uh, it's just rows of stalls. Mm. I like it. Uh, although, uh, the, what they say about Smash players is true. <laughs> it stinks so bad in there. You better not. Uh, you better have some smelling salts around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that but sounds, it's, it's, it's dumb fun that, going that there. That sounds horrid. Uh, uh, those are the conventions I can actually enjoy, but we'll talk about game conventions later on. Yeah, fine, fine. We did skip one part, and uh, I I'm surprised that you actually skipped that part, because I know that you've suddenly pushed in some anime into your schedule. 
Ah, yes. Yeah, you mean uh, <laughs> the last week? Yes, the last day, I believe. <laughs> yes, I was like, yeah, well, shit, a uh, podcast talk about anime, perhaps I should actually watch some anime. Power through some stuff. Yeah, uh, I've watched uh, Attack on Titan Season 3, because I kind of want to get up to date with that since uh, Season 4 is almost ending, and I just want to go at it in uh, one fell swoop. Yeah, did you go about that the same way I did? Like, you just watch uh, Season 1, and then you just never turned in for Season 2? Uh, no, actually, I watched season one when it aired. Yeah. Uh, actually, when it aired. So I enjoyed that. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed it. And then season two rolled around and I'm just like, well, it can only be disappointing, right? So let's watch it. <laughs> let's have a laugh at it. And I threw over all the Digimon. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> but uh, I'd, uh, I was fully prepared to go in uh, to it and laugh my ass off. It was not bad. <laughs> you kind of shot your load prematurely there, as you are known to do, uh, because you talked a lot about Attack on Titan prior to us recording this. Uh, fair enough. No, uh, the season three is uh, fairly nice from what uh, I've watched it. Uh, it uh, takes the story actually where it wants to go, because season one and two are a bit ambiguous, just to the point that he has the key to the cellar. That's all you're gonna get. There's a basement, that's where all the plot lies, and that's where three seasons built up to. And in season one, nothing happens. Season two, almost nothing happens. Season three, look, there's a basement here. Have the info. And then we're now in some um, parallel universe where the Nazis won, I suppose. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, the tone of the series has changed very drastically, I noticed, when you show me the opening. Well, it's not that, as much as it... Uh, I, I, uh, what's the Not so much word? the tone, maybe the it, it's subject augmented. matter. <laughs> augmented. <laughs> because it's uh, it's dark. It always was grim, mm-hmm. and uh, this is just uh, maybe it's story wise <laughs> turned grim now. Because uh, first it was just grim in general. The characters were mm. kind of dark. Uh, yeah. There was almost zero humor. It was uh, just depressing watching what happened in that series usually. And yeah, and, uh, the way I recall it is mostly just, oh yeah, it was like a supernatural apocalypse story, uh, and I kind of lost interest soon because like, oh okay, kids are gonna save the world. Well, <laughs> fuck the kids. <laughs> no, uh, generally, uh, I think that is still going to happen, but I believe they're a bit older by that point. Um, yeah, did a the time skip. Well, uh, from the end of part two of season three, by the way, fuck whoever invented that. <laughs> I see it so season, much There's now. no part to this season. You can go screw yourself because now ReZero did it too and I hate it. Oh man, somebody asked me for help the other day. Uh, they wanted to read The Ascendance of a Bookworm, uh, light novels. And the light novels are cut up into parts, <laughs> which themselves have volumes. Oh dear. Well, but uh, getting back on track with uh, Attack on Titan... Um, yeah, season three uh, really started to roll off, and uh, at part two at the end, I believe, Aaron was a bit older. They were 15 in uh, the beginning of season three, and they had a time skip, but I'm not entirely sure how long that time skip was. I should know, because they said it. It was si- six years since Walmaria fell. I have no clue how old Aaron was when Walmaria fell, though. <laughs> <laughs> I... I was I was about to say, didn't you pay attention, Petri? But uh, I, I, okay, let's be honest here. It's Attack on Titan. How much attention can you pay? I believe it's also been six years since the actual show started, if not more. I believe. Yeah. 
I was about to say, I think it's 2011 or 12. Wait, is this in-universe six years or is this just, meta, is this just meta six years for <laughs> no, us? No, because the series actually takes longer than that. It's somehow 10 years from the first season. Oh God, are we living with the Duncan Titan for 10 years already? I believe so. 10 or 9 years, either way. But you uh, crammed in a lot of Attack on Titan then. Yes, I watched part 1 and 2 and I uh, finished Fate Zero. Big shock. Because mm. I always hated on the Fate series. I uh, still kind of do. Don't don't worry, none of your hate has been recorded. <laughs> yeah, my vile hate <laughs> has not been spat upon the internet yet. Yet. <laughs> Let's uh, change that. Uh, yeah, I, I was already um, most way through the second part of Fate Zero. So I just had to watch two episodes, so that's not too bad. Um, nice. Efficient. Yeah, <laughs> that was an easy uh, anime to cross off the list. Um, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it. It wasn't particularly good. The story uh, wasn't amazing. The characters... The story are... is written by Gen Urobuchi, isn't it? Oh, you could smack me over the head with... The <laughs> with author behind Madoka Magica and uh, Psychopaths. Yeah, with the tone, I would believe that, yeah. <laughs> but the I'm character sure. the character design does almost nothing uh, with me because all the, all the male characters just look... <laughs> look like uh, the dude from Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter Alpha the movie their eyes are everywhere except in the middle of their face <laughs> oh yeah it is Gen Yurobuchi mm, nice um, so the character design already put me off the, I watched it uh, dubbed and the dubbed version of Iris Feel is oof <laughs> not a thing I'd like to listen to mm, unbearable or just borderline unbearable um Think of the most quintessential girly voice in your head that's overly active in cartoony in style. That's mm. her voice. <laughs> uh, you say that, but the only thing I can envision when you put it like that is like uh, 2002 Moe anime dub. Yeah, no, that's pretty accurate, actually. She just sounds like a hyperactive, lowly noises. Oh, uh, sorry, this, I, this actually gave me... Uh, uh, no, I, most the all the voices were fine. Uh, but all the characters are not in uh, none of the characters are actually interesting the only one I liked is the only one that they don't give their give him the uh, historical name and that would be Alexander the Great a Skander Rider whatever you want to call him mm -hmm. I really liked him he was bombastic over the top <laughs> and he was just funny kinda like you well I am a narcissist <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not but it, it draws most parallels yes and Gilgamesh was uh, just the um, what would you call him? Akira from Death Note in this case. Mm -hmm. Just uh, plotting, overconfident, but also super strong dude. Well, that's but, historical, isn't it? Yeah. Historical, yeah. mythical. <laughs> mythical. Appropriate. Yeah, so I like that, but Saber just... Oh, God. Yeah, Saber is, uh, Saber is like the character you always see when they advertise Fade, right? Like the, uh, yes, the poster definitely. girl. Yeah, no, she is horrendous in this, at least in my uh, opinion. Best girl, my ass. <laughs> I I remember that Seiko no Quasar had a shout out to the Fate series where they cosplayed as Fate Do not characters. Talk about Seiko I no will Quasar. talk about Seiko no Quasar. You're on I, the other end of the table. You cannot this. stop me. I've made gifts about this show. And they have this episode where they cosplay, and uh, one of them cosplays as uh, Saber uh, from Fate Stay Night. And I screenshotted that and I sent it to my friends like, hey, which season is this actually? And some <laughs> of them didn't get that joke and were seriously confused. Oh, God, no. I, I, 
No, let's not talk about Shake on the Quake. What did you watch? Oh, look at you, Mr. Change the Subject. <laughs> well, the... Oh, of course, it's Shake on the Quasar. Uh, fine. Um, well, I did as I promised, for once. Uh, I finished Project Echo, the other three movies in the series. Uh, not as good as the original. I actually kind of went back to the original because, like... Oh, man, the movie... Just to refresh, that's the sociopathic uh, I want this girl anime with robots, right? Yeah, that's uh, it's the uh, Yuri anime where... Um, of course. Where a girl with superpowers and uh, a rich heiress uh, to a technology company fight over the love of uh, yes. uh, their cute little classmate. Uh, I actually went back to the first movie after I watched all the others because the first movie, it has a bunch of setups and then like the entire second half of the movie is just one ongoing action scene and when I watched it back like oh man there's so many nice details and give worthy moments in this like wow I hate that I use pictures for my reviews because I was like oh man I really ha- should have put this in like gifs because this is so beautiful to see hey. uh, besides that um, I've kind of pushed through Space Dandy which I'm going to review uh, that's okay. a very that's a very nice series um, very episodic uh, series about uh, the adventures of uh uh, three, three idiots that are trying to be alien hunters in space. Yeah, I'm actually interested in watching that. Yeah, it's very, it's very nice. If you enjoy shows like, um, I suppose Cowboy Bebop, but also like Outlaw Star. Outlaw Star is one uh, that's personally very appropriate for me. Uh, it's the same kind of fun where like every episode can be something completely different. Uh, but it has right. a very strong comedic tone. It has a few like touching moments and good character development, but the uh, tone is very predominantly. Uh, comedic. And yeah, it's, that's uh, what I got from, creative. from the openings as well. Because, uh, oh yeah, the opening's beautiful. Yeah, I, uh, most people already know this for, uh, from me, but uh, I usually judge my anime by their openings and endings. I like music, I like good video clips, I watch that a lot, and I do not watch AMVs at all. <laughs> I dis- no, man, why would you watch AMVs? Like, wow, the original animations are already so nice. Yes, not my main reason, but that's also a point, yes. I say that, but... Uh, oh, wow, I watched a lot of Linkin Park AMVs when I was, like, 12. <laughs> well, that's appropriate, I suppose, <laughs> at that time. Yeah. Um... Uh, do you know which studio made it? I believe I'm it's a Madhouse production. Because I'm I was trying to look it up, but it finally started loading. Uh, let's see. I see production companies APPP. Oh. And Soin Shinsha. <laughs> okay, interesting. Wait, are you talking about Project Echo or Space Dandy? Uh, Project Echo. Yeah, that's APPP. Yeah, it is. No, Space Dandy, yeah, that, that'll be harder in the future for me yeah yeah i kind of want uh, to watch uh, that too uh well, yeah i'm kind of interested to watch echo because i too like my 80s anime but in shorter bursts <laughs> yeah yeah well the first you can just watch the first movie you don't have to watch all three of them the other three are more like uh, little extras that uh, kind yeah. of tangentially continue the story but the first movie is notably more significant and uh, besides Space Dandy and Echo, something else? or? Uh, no, actually. I've uh, tried to put in some reading as well. And, uh, well, that uh, took out some of my evenings. Mm, fair enough. Fair I'm also enough. trying to, and don't tell this to anyone else, I'm actually trying to read a normal book. Dear Christ, what are you reading, you disenchanted weep? I am losing the magic of anime. Um, no, the title is currently eluding me, I'm afraid, but I do have a... <laughs> Very interesting book, I am in possession of a book. <laughs> well. Uh... 
No, put it put it away. Me too is in possession of a book. It oh, wait. is called Zeus to grant stupid wishes. It's the best book you'll ever read. Yeah, you actually lent me that. I finished that. Yes. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it is <laughs> it is actually amazing. Now this is a young adult uh, novel. Yeah. No, fair enough. Uh I also uh, I predominantly listen to audiobooks though. I have Yeah, some, you listen to a lot of audiobooks, right? I have uh, some normal books that I read whenever I feel like it when I can't sleep. Predominantly, but uh, usually it's audiobooks with me. So, uh, smooth transition into the news? Yeah, this week's news. Well, <laughs> it's enough that happened. Yes. Uh, and we had to make a, some, a careful selection of what we actually wanted to talk about. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the first one because uh, your laziness has uh, <laughs> made me watch this actual Why did you movie. Well, I can't, you can't blame me for not doing research when you knew I probably wouldn't. <laughs> yes, I want to make this podcast somewhat bearable, okay? Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 sequel film begins production. A Sonic the Hedgehog movie sequel to the... Uh, masterpiece original, I have heard. <laughs> yeah, he, he put uh, the, the new story into the document, um, and I knew damn well he didn't watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew damn well I was going to hate that movie, so I subjected myself to it. I did not like it. Short review. <laughs> for Short review. I'll post it to the website. Sonic isn't uh, particularly Sonic. He's fast, but he has the personality of a wet blanket. And he has uh, very ma- many uh, insecurities. <laughs> and uh, they bring up his upbringing and never continue on with it. And he gets thrown into Earth and he just got to, got to isolate himself. It, it's, yeah, that face, he's still pulling a face. Like, what the <laughs> actual fuck is that? Exactly my... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, he's been raised by an owl. An owl. A speaking owl. And then the Echidna clan, I presume they were Echidnas, tried to get Sonic for his speed, whatever that would mean. And then he gets thrown to Earth. I have I have reportedly heard that Sonic is indeed fast. Yes. He has speed. Reportedly, he can go f- pretty fast. Yes. The acting is Some fine would say in the movie. Too fast. I just don't like his design. As in, they gave him quails. Yeah. But he still has the three pointy quails where the quails come back it's like he slicked his quails (laughs) (laughs) that's the best way to describe it and Sonic just has to be smooth even if you make him 3D just kind of make him smooth because it looks so bad um would you say that it's more oriented to what children then yes as a child children movie it's fine you can enjoy it as a child uh, and it's bearable as a parent I suppose if you know what Sonic is uh, otherwise, just skip it. Also, I just want to uh, throw this little fact out here. It made more money than Detective Pikachu, and that kind of hurts my soul. <laughs> Was Detective Pikachu good? I mean, also a good children's movie, but that had better actors, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it was better planned and better acted and better CG. So, well, Based on how you uh, describe it, uh, I kind of get a feeling comparable to what I see in a lot of uh, remakes in video games lately. Uh, stuff like uh, Spyro and Resident Clank that you get uh, remakes of games that used to have uh, protagonists that were kind of rebellious and uh, yes. kind of cool and now they've brought back and uh, now they're very wholesome and uh, or insecure and yeah, need some character development very, and I get it. very kind-hearted children I get it, Sonic needs some character development else you can not really make a movie out of him 
but you can still have an attitude like the 90s would like you to uh, yeah. believe yeah. and still have character development you don't need the sappy easy going story like he's an orphan he just sad make him less sad <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's just a trope which you know I I I did it better. We did it better. We're both orphans. Yes, and we're, <laughs> we're happy. happy. <laughs> we're uh, right. Am I happy? Uh, let's not question this. But uh, yeah, so there's a sequel films uh, film in production. Uh, the director would be Jeff Fowler. Uh, I believe he is returning as the uh, director. I believe uh, almost everyone is uh, coming back for this. Although, if I have to say one good thing about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, if I don't want to be a total pessimist, Jim Carrey really carried the Eggman role perfectly. <laughs> that he is, is, the, that is the I've right heard that before. He is the right amount of whack for this. <laughs> and I loved it. That's the only part I truly loved. So will you actually be watching uh, the sequel? If you put another news article about it... Uh, <laughs> if it gets another sequel... <laughs> if it gets news about it, I probably have to. <laughs> Uh, probably. I was planning to at some point catch up with the Sonic series, and then I will probably watch the movie as well. Oh dear. You you speak dangerous words. Mm -hmm. Especially since I'm going to hold you to them. Remember that thing about challenging each other to games? Help me, audience. I am under threat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no one's gonna help you with that. Nobody want to uh, touch that with a ten-foot pole. With reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. I believe uh, everything all else is not really that interesting. It's a lot of uh, big numbers for uh, what they made. And in short, it made more than Detective Pikachu. Uh, Gold Hard Cash. Gold Hard Cash, about 300 million in total for uh, uh, worldwide sales. Not bad. Um, I do not know what the budget was, but I presume it wasn't 300 million. <laughs> so I think they, uh, based on the CGI and uh, based on the, that it's getting a sequel <laughs> oh they did have to do that whole redesign right maybe that uh, yeah, uh, cost the a few millions yes the original design was even worse I, d I still don't like this design and that one was even worse but let's uh, close that chapter and go into the worst news <laughs> that you've added well, why do you hate me so why uh, do you do this to me I don't, I don't know it's something about your face mm, fair enough I get that. A lot, actually. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, at least I shave for these podcasts. I, I just want to grow out the beard, man. <laughs> oh, but uh, Air Asia Airline opens auditions for English-speaking virtual YouTuber. Are you, are I you didn't applying? know I could be this repulsed about one single sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but Petri, the article has more sentences. <laughs> it does. I never read past that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, Air Asia is uh, Asia Air. <laughs> Air Asia. <laughs> and, uh, they're looking for a VTuber that can produce uh, high quality content for three days a week, uh, and uh, they need to be very uh, uh, expressive. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in. A oh, virtual YouTuber which gets a 3D face overlay needs to be expressive. Well, you're very expressive. You could apply. Uh, you're not I don't even need a CGI face for that. <laughs> yes, but the, the face you have isn't very marketable. No, as we certainly. already established. The, the unibrow kind of yeah. <laughs> makes that bad. No. Um, so, yeah, you can apply uh, via an online forum until March 28th. 
But uh, yeah, the VTuber craze has really, really taken off, hasn't it? Also, I just want to add, uh, AirAsia calls this Project Kawaii. With, Kawaii. With double Vs. So oh. it kind of reads like Kawaii. Kawaii? This is absolutely repulsive. Um, yeah, so uh, I know why you put this in there. here. You just want a general discussion about VTubers. Yes, a general discussion indeed. Um, have you have you seen any of it? Oh, I've seen some. I uh, did not much uh, watch a lot of content because, well, I don't like it. <laughs> first off, but uh, I've watched ah uh, whatever her name is, the one that does three D full facial and body tracking. I don't know what her name is anymore. Uh, I thought that was everyone actually. No, 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 no. I'm not the very home in the technology. Face. She wears an entire tracking suit too. Oh, okay, so that's the the high end uh, option. Yes, that's when you actually make money out of it. No, but I still remember like one day I just logged into Reddit, and if you're on the anime sub, so everybody was on about Project Melody, and then it feels like a week later, suddenly this whole Hololife thing, and there's hundreds of different VTubers, and everybody's raving about the characters. Yes. Like what the hell? The, what? Yeah, what? a bit confusing for the older, older generation. What, what happened? Under which rock have I been living? No, um, I've seen some content. I just uh, d- don't find it appealing. It's just a 3D character ranting about games primarily, from what I've seen. Well, it doesn't help that I'm just not really a fan of Let's Plays anyway. No, that's I don't like that either. Uh, I say that, but I make them. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to have a, a, a trying to be an entertainer first instead of a let's player. Yes. Or you have to be enormously knowledgeable about the game. Mm-hmm. And they are usually neither. <laughs> well, I can't. I I really couldn't escape it because well, I'm on YouTube and I watch a lot of anime stuff, so I get it in my recommendations. I've taken a, I've taken a few looks. There's a few times I get a recommendation. And it's like a like a three minutes uh, excerpt from uh, Let's Play. I don't mind seeing a little highlight of something that's funny, and usually the characters, while they are at least cute in their design. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm like, wow, man, people are really into this. Uh, you constantly see people talking about like the like their personality and like yeah. you know, when they show the talk about parts of their past and their personality. So, yeah, the uh, fan wow. base is my primary issue with it. Because uh, that and the creator, I mean, they can do what they want. Obviously, obviously, yes. They can uh, the, they can do it however they want. But I kind of find it weird that there's a fan base around some person that is uh, maybe not too scared, but doesn't want to show their face, and instead use a 3D projection of a cute girl to express themselves to be their avatar, and people go crazy about this avatar. <laughs> it just doesn't. F- Gel with me at all? Okay, that that, 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 that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You can <laughs> you can find that strange, but isn't that but isn't that kind of an extension of like online interaction in general? You're hiding mm. behind uh, pseudonyms, behind uh, yeah. I never avatars. did that. I could always just use my name, and I've always used a picture of my face. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I fine, don't. Fine. I don't get the entire uh, uh, not showing yourself online. But it's it's weird to me. You already want to... Hello, online. <laughs> Hello. You already want to reach out to people, make entertaining videos mm-hmm. or whatever you do. You stream, you make gameplay, and you still choose this way <laughs> to do it. I mean, it works, obviously, so I can't criticize it for that. No. But uh... It, uh, it, it seems weird to me that you want to be visually there, 
but you choose an avatar to uh, do that for you. Oh, well, fine. Well, I probably wouldn't have gotten into, like, uh, role-playing in MMORPG games if I had to make, like, an avatar that was just a 3D render of myself. Oh, no, day. absolutely not. But I, I think it's fun uh, to have these little characters. Like, uh, I see uh, a lot of uh, fun designs and, like, wow. Yeah, it's just... My problem with it is that they choose to interact with uh, the world and they are entirely themselves for the most part. Uh, but they just choose to substitute their face. Yeah, but this is also like a day job. Day job, like uh, they they do like hours of content a day. Oh right? yes, definitely. Yeah, I wonder like how many people are just do yeah, it's, how many it's people are noise often. I know. You think so? Uh, f for me, at least, when I watch streams, often it's just background noise. Yeah, okay, but this is very deliberately appealing to anime fans, obviously, and I wonder, like... Yeah, that's my point with it. I don't think it's... Uh, uh, they're always the loud minority, the vocal minority, mm -hmm. which in this case would be, I think, those guys, but uh, I think uh, most of them actually just get it as background noise, have someone to listen to and do something else. Okay, yeah. That's what I think. Maybe that's me, but I wouldn't be able to say, like, watch anime and have some Let's Play that's very interesting and loud and no, bombastic. No, no, but definitely, I mean more like for gaming. Yeah, yeah, sure. For gaming, it's easy. Yeah, I could see that work. Yes, you're just listening and you just have to pay attention to something else and you don't have to read because if you have to read and listen and listen to her, that would be impossible. No, no, him. no, that would I'm be not madness. Discriminating, but, uh, so, yeah. Is that renty enough? Yeah, that was renty enough. <laughs> Will you be flying with Air Asia Air anytime soon? Air Asia, now I'm well, messing, now that you messing it, it up. I may fly with them at the end of this year, oh dear. Oh, <laughs> I maybe may be barred from entering the flight now. <laughs> maybe maybe you pass through the halls of the airport and you just uh, suddenly see a big screen light up with uh, your favorite uh, VTuber on it. Or my face with Kill Now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you pessimistic bastard. I wouldn't mind either way. <laughs> All right, well, here is an article that I think you will actually like. The announcement that uh, Crunchyroll is going to be streaming Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, a ah. sequel to the hit uh, anime Dragon... Uh, oh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Yes. I need to open it. I apparently closed it. You fool. I am... Um... Oh, man. Uh, did you consider that Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid would be getting a sequel? Did I mean, I kind of expected it earlier, honestly. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? But the whole Kyo uh, Ani uh, debacle happened. I yeah. don't uh, want to name anything. But um, yeah, yeah the, that got the production delayed. I believe the original uh, director also uh, died in the arson attack, wasn't he? I think so. I am not fully aware of it anymore. I'd like to uh, not think about it too much. No, no, probably because that best, was just best to not get too into that. Very especially dark in light of this uh, very, very interesting and good news. I was about to say they uh, they uh, entered a new character into the mix from all the posters I've seen, and uh, those are some mummy milkers. God damn! Did you <laughs> did you actually watch the trailer, by the way? Absolutely not, <laughs> dude. You have to watch the trailer. They have well, not now, not now, because you need to hear the sound because the oh, trailer okay. is fine. fine. The trailer is set uh, is a rap song oh, for God. between the characters. It is so cringy, but it's so hilarious. Yeah. I actually watched it and I was like, wow, wow, they actually made it a rap. And then like an hour later, I was I want to hear the rap song again. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, it is so good. Uh, I really hope. Uh, do we know when this is getting released? Which season? Oh, I'm sure. Actually, about the season. It says July. here that the uh, in uh, July. So next season. Okay. 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 Well, I'm going yeah, to enjoy that. I think they have enough material by now. I like everywhere I go, I see volumes of the manga, and they got the so. uh, they got Kana's little spin-off manga. I probably will end up buying that because I don't think we're gonna see like a Kana-based OVA. <laughs> I uh, maybe. Maybe if it gets really popular. Well, I uh, it could be an OVA of this particular show. I mean, uh, the yeah, original, that could be. Uh, that could be. The original also got a hot spring OVA, of course. Of course. <laughs> what else should it be? No, um, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm probably actually going to uh, watch it week by week. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, well, we talked about this last week uh, in regards to anime getting overextended, but I think there's still juice in uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh yes, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is. Uh, they got a lot more they can do with that series. Yes, but it's also just uh, a series that's uh, handled very diff- differently, as in uh, it's just wholesome comedy, most uh, as long as it stays cohesive at that point. I think you can extend it indif- indefinitely, just kind of mm. like Shin-chan. Oh god, Shin-chan gets a new season, I believe this what? season or next. Like, there were almost at a thousand episodes of that. What? <laughs> yes. But uh, there are many anime the actually like that. The dead. I mean, it doesn't stop them. Obviously, <laughs> this is for Kobayashi. Um, no, and uh, I really like uh, the the comedy uh, stuff that can really be extended. I mean, One Punch Man is obviously one for uh, for that too, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Yeah, but I think uh, if you compare like Shin Chan is very slice of lifey comedy, and Dragon Maid and One Punch Man are more. Mm, I I'd, I'd like to argue that story driven comedy. I don't think Kobayashi is really story-driven after the first few episodes. I got drunk. I found Dragon. Have fun. <laughs> that was a lot of development in it. I mean, development... Yeah, I mean, yes, sort of. <laughs> but it's not it, It's not real development as in they find... Uh, I mean, they, the biggest development, I think, is uh, that they find a new place to live because the house is too small where she's living. Well, also, like, the whole lead-up to the ending and uh, just... Uh the that enti- she's staying. Well, <laughs> well, the entire theme of like uh, dragons contemplating the mortality of human friends. Oh yes, that's definitely. a very interesting uh, through line for the series. Oh yes, but there's something uh, that will not get overly stated. I will say I that think. I will say that uh, this new season has already disappointed me on one front. Oh dear, and that's that uh, Fafnir isn't in the rap song. <laughs> you, you. You mean the bored bored ass black uh, butler ripoff? Yes, of course. (laughs) Give me my gold. End of rap. (laughs) I would have loved to see him in it, man. I mean, fair. I I, I mean, visually he would just be the dude in the background with the maracas. Probably, yes. (laughs) Or the (laughs) triangle. Oh man, I can't wait. I'm going to force you to watch this rap song after we're done recording. I just want to see you cringe. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I've watched worse, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so but yes, this is actually positive news for once. Yes. Uh, next one would be Higurashi, right? I have them in the right order. Oh no, he's picking up the box. Ah, danger box. Are you blocking off my time? <laughs> you absolute <laughs> dillweed. <laughs> oh, Higurashi, yes! Uh, We're getting more Higurashi. He's turning tomato people. 
Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that we're getting Mori Garashi. <laughs> whatever, in whatever form possible, it might be the worst anime ever, but it's still Higurashi. <laughs> oh, but I've no, heard I... a lot of positive things about Higurashi when they cry Gao. Goey. Go. 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 <laughs> Japanese's heart. Higurashi Ku. Goo. <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things about the new season. I've watched a few. Uh, it was fine. The English dub is a lot better, but you can't go <laughs> lower than rock bottom, I suppose. Oh, man. I'm nostalgic for the original dub. Shut up. <laughs> I am nostalgic for the dub. It's but so I understand your concern, and I appreciate that they are actually going to be dubbing it this time. The original it's, uh, it's series. It's better, but got... I still think... Uh, I believe it's Reina, especially Reina, has a little bit the same issue as uh, I feel from Fate Zero. It's too girly, man. Yeah, okay, I can imagine that. The, I haven't she, heard it yet, just, but... Uh, I mean, she does have the squeal personality, mm -hmm. but keep it at that. Like, when she actually squeals, make it a girly voice. Because when she just talks, it's also just like taking a freaking razor to my ear. <laughs> Oh my no. <laughs> Go away. I <laughs> also use that damn hatchet on your head. <laughs> no, the, I believe it's fine. I just don't like uh, the animation style with it. It's too cutesy. Yeah, it's very it. it's so much brighter. I'm I'm interested yeah, in seeing just, how they handle like the darker parts of the series. Yeah, I still think the contrast is there, but just the deranged animation from uh, Dean really fit the original. Yeah. This Dean, was Dean is severely underrated in a lot of fronts. Well, Higurashi Go was really the eye-opener for me on that regard because I always hated on the animation from Higurashi. It's just kind of loose and ugly. And then I saw uh, Go and I just was like, well, it kind of needs to be because it fits. Because yeah. you can kind of convey the everyday life, but the deranged uh, episodes are really uh, pronounced thanks to the animation style of, uh, of uh, so I, I just forgot the name <laughs> Dean, Dean oh Dean you were looking for Dean <laughs> yes um, but I haven't seen much of the dark scenes of Go I've only watched like three episodes with Rolf hmm. so uh, I'll be uh, looking for some more episodes with him probably uh, yes, I'm... to get this knowledge a bit deeper. <laughs> well, my main concern uh, when the Higurashi remake uh, was coming out was, okay, well, they are going to remake it. It's probably going to look a little better. Uh, how much are they going to adapt? Yes. Because Higurashi is very, very famously a series that absolutely needed uh, 50 episodes in spite of being kind of a niche product. Yes. It was a huge gamble. Also kind of makes sense why they took uh, Dean and like a, more of a B-team was in making the original. Uh, so I was concerned, okay, if they're going to make a remake, is it going to be like uh, Persona 4 Golden, where they just <laughs> do, the re do the remake because it's kind of rush through the story, get to a few important bits and do a few parts that weren't, uh, that were cut from the original adaptation? Or are they actually going to do a proper full-length adaptation of every question and answer arc that's relevant? Yeah. Uh, so this uh, new season Sotsu will start in July uh, I think there's nothing particularly uh, special about uh, anything else I take it that's probably going to be just uh, continuing on uh, with the cast and the team that they had in the first place yes uh, I do think it's just a continuation yeah, which yeah, is nice makes sense. I uh, 
do I do feel uh, <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I go, do I'm feel... going to watch it but it's a weird one for me because I like the original a lot and I've watched Sky although I can't say I remember very much of it but this was when I was uh, in my uh, very young weep phase so I think I watched Ray actually before I watched Guy. oh god <laughs> oh lord and I've watched Kira and all that stuff um yeah, this is certainly, uh, even if it's maybe not as good as the original, I don't know, I haven't seen it yet. At the very least, it will be a nice way to wash away the aftertaste of Higurashi Outbreak. Yes, uh, I do believe that uh, the first few episodes I've uh, watched at least were almost shot for shot the same as okay, nice. the original, but just uh, differently animated. Um, though I do have to say that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how far they will take this. Yes, definitely. It's it's kind of strange to see how uh, Higurashi has just kind of managed to stay in like it the public just mind. Grasping. It's never <laughs> it's never prevalent. It's never been too popular, but it's always just been kind of there. And sufficient people are like, oh, oh yeah, Higurashi. I I, I kind of like that actually. Most people know of it. Most people like it. Nobody deeply. There are not a lot of people that deeply care for the series, though. No, 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 no. Because no, I would yes. absolutely not describe myself as deeply caring for the series. I like everything I've watched. I, I think I have to say that I do deeply care, but I literally have uh, more Higurashi merch than is socially responsible. Yes, I've, I mean, I bought this for you in Germany. Yes, the, <laughs> first, the German <laughs> copy of Higurashi. I, w- I was just looking at them between the DVDs there, and I was like, oh damn, they actually have a lot of uh, anime here. Oh dear Christ, it's also fucking expensive for what you get. Yeah, and this makes this uh, the second copy of Higurashi that I own, because I also have the original uh, Blu-rays. I'm still looking for the original Genian DVDs. Uh, I have the PlayStation 2 game. I'm planning to get the DS game. I have a little too much. I have to, yeah, and I have to like visual novels on Steam. Dragon Ball. Yes. <laughs> because I have an obnoxious amount of Dragon Ball. Count the amount of copies of Dragon Ball that are in this shot. Oh, wait. You, your shelves are <laughs> your shelves are <laughs> in the shot. I have uh, Omnibus. I have the full um, uh, collection set. I have the original Glenhardt translations. Well, something you also have way too much stuff of is Digimon. Digimon. And you included a news article that I couldn't understand. Because I realized, <laughs> like, Digimon Adventure anime unveils new video visual. Didn't Digimon Adventure end when I was a kid? <laughs> Yes, no, maybe. Hmm. Well, uh, last year, I believe, uh, the new series started a reboot. (laughs) Yes, I have the uh, three DVDs box sets sitting here. Uh, Digimon Adventure 1, 2, and Tamers. Uh, These sets are horrible, by the way. They are from Eastern Star, and they are no right to be sold. Just want to get that out there. Um... But last year they restart, rebooted Digimon, mm-hmm. and this is a retelling, uh, or not really a retelling, uh, a new approach to the original story. And when you say reboot, you're not referring to Digimon Try. No, 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 definitely not. Oh God, don't start about Digimon Try. <laughs> okay, that <laughs> no, is that completely unrelated. Conti- that, that was a continuation of the story, uh, although not very much liked, at least not by me. It was fine. And that's all the words I want to dirty on it. All right, all right. Now, this is an uh, entire reboot, and uh, the story is told, di- told differently. Um, but it's uh, getting some uh, more content. And I'd lo- I want to w- watch all this when it eventually ends. Because, as in Digimon fashion, this is a full-year anime. So it gets 50 episodes. 
it's like the world masterpiece theater. Yeah. But uh, with Digi with 90 shonen licenses. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to. Uh, uh, they also debuted uh, the new uh, insert song, which would be "Break the Chain" by. Uh, let me see what was the name. Takayoshi Tanimoto. I have to say that maybe it's. I was surprised by it. The reason that I was so confused was I was looking at this and like, okay, is this new? Is this like a new? Is this like a rerun? Yeah, because especially the, since the character designs really haven't changed much. No, at, <laughs> at all, really, right? I was looking at this like, well, uh, this just looks like the original it's, it's, stuff. It's mostly clothes, and they're a little bit smaller. A little smaller. Little small. Li little smaller. <laughs> little smaller. <laughs> and uh, a bit different clothing, but uh, most of them are exactly the same. Uh, just by looks alone. But I am... Did you, do you think Digimon Adventure needed a reboot? Oh dear, if it needed it. Kinda, maybe? It's uh, The original Digimon was kinda a hard pill to swallow because of its extremely low animation budget. Yeah, yeah, I remember that we rewatched it and it uh, very obviously loops in places. It loops in places, the background is just literally watercolor half the time. I like watercolor backgrounds. I, I like it, but it's literally just splotches half the time. Ah, we're in a forest, how can you see, uh, tell? Well, it has some hue of green on the screen. <laughs> it, it was fun at the time, it's still fine if you know what to expect, but if you go back to it, as someone uh, that hasn't watched it at all, I don't think you could enjoy it as much. Especially since it's really a kid story. Okay, so um, so people that weren't into Digimon probably wouldn't be able to get into it because it was old and yeah. very, very... Uh, Jank very and janky, yes. And the story uh, was a bit... Yes, but am I yeah. to take away from that that the story of this Digimon reboot is going to be more mature? Or is uh, that, it uh... is different. I do think it's more... Uh, well, I've only seen like five, six episodes because I was waiting for it to actually f uh, finish. But from what I've seen, uh, it's a bit more coherent and more uh, building in the, on the characters as they come into the show. Because the original Digimon just threw all the characters in uh, <laughs> on the island... And when they finally moved out of the highlands, they gave them individual arcs as to developer characters. Yes, as, as I recall, you literally have to see that they float off in different directions. Yes, yeah, that's, that's in the first arc still. Okay. And then they get individual episodes, but not very indiv much individual uh, development. And further, uh, the, when you get a bit further, you get the crest saga arc, whatever you want to call it. Uh, when they need to... Uh, do something that represents the crest they want to or they are uh, having. So for Taichi, that would be courage. So instead of being arrogant, he needs to uh, prove himself uh, uh, Yeah, that he has courage instead of just being an arrogant twat. <laughs> all right, all right. And uh, so, some other have to show they have compassion by giving up something instead of continually caring for something. Mm -hmm. And uh, that I truly like. And then you have the... One weird episode where Tai and Koromon, or Agumon at that point, I believe, get back to the real world for one episode. I remember that episode. That episode stays with everyone because it was out of tone, super weird, and it's the best episode. You can't tell me otherwise. It was so unsettling. Yes. I just remember being completely thrown off by that as a kid. Yes, it was really weird, and but, I loved uh, it. Do you think this might be an opportunity for this series that... Uh, well, let's be honest, Digimon is kind of a series that uh, maybe is an example of a series that went on for too long, accrued too many different oh, yes, entries, definitely. and I got kind of lackluster? 
I personally liked uh, season one and two, and I really like Digimon in a whole as a whole because uh, I have Digimon World on the PlayStation One. I've played that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never wa- had Tamers in the Netherlands. It never showed on TV. It showed into in commercials here, and I even wrote to Fox Kids at that point. Why isn't it on TV? Never got an answer. Whatever. <laughs> so I watched it uh, last year. Uh, Tamers. Everyone raves about Tamers being the best season, and I just honestly can't see it. It's just, especially the freaking, I don't even know his name anymore. That's how bad it is. The main character just whines for the first 12 episodes. Like this guy here at the yes. front, little he, glasses he, boy. He just cries for 12 episodes. Oh, don't fight T-Rex Mom. I also entirely forgot his name. <laughs> and what? he just cries for 12 episodes and then... Why are the goggles official theme throughout these boxes? Uh, yeah, the, all the main characters have goggles. Don't ask me why, I don't know. <laughs> fine, fine. They, ju- they just all have them. I won't and, pry. Uh, it also only has three main characters in uh, the beginning of the show. So it, it tries to develop more, but it's also made the original seasons meta in this, as in this, the first two seasons of Digimon Adventure was an anime in the Digimon Tamers universe. Okay. And they also have a card game which they're playing and he gets a real Digivice that eventually summons his Digimon for realsies. I do believe that some of these Digimon designs that I see on the box, those are kind of famous, aren't they? Yes, uh, it's uh, predominantly... (laughs) Well, this one for another, the the Fox Digimon is for entirely different reasons popular. Furry. (laughs) Just stay away from that. And uh, the bunny Digimon has been in Digimon for a long time. It was already in the Digimon movie. Oh, all right. So that's why you've probably seen that one. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I've seen that one around and I've seen this indeed. Yeah, uh, I don't really like the characters of Tamers. Never did. <laughs> I watched it and I just... Because I tried to watch it uh, a few years ago and I just didn't get far because the main character is just so whiny and he cries and he's so annoying. Well, I'm hoping for the best for you. Uh, oh, because yes. uh, second chances are rare in anime, and I hope that Digimon won't go down a road where it needs a third chance. Yes, that would be weird. Although I'm not entirely sure if they're going to adapt any further seasons, or if they're going to keep building on the original. Uh, I don't think it uh, states that anywhere either. But I hope they keep on building on this, because the most fun part for me was the... Uh, the growing up process of the main characters. Yeah. Because in Digimon Adventure 2, they are still background characters. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, I uh, kind of remember that, yeah. You see them uh, as they grow older. I really like that, but I'm a shonen boy, so of course I'd like that. <laughs> Wait a second, this is just the one character grown up, is Yes, it? just like I she am, is. I uh, am slow, sorry. Yes, Karen and TK, they grow up and they are still characters in Adventure 2. Nice. So... Yeah, I, I I like the original too, but Tamers gets the most uh, raving, <laughs> and I, I I don't see it. Maybe yeah, someone I, can, can argue with me on that that actually has seen it. But I believe that, I've heard in the anime sphere that Tamers is where the story suddenly got darker, and people yeah, are really into that. I still think Digimon Adventure Two is darker. <laughs> it it uh, I don't remember. Dark, <laughs> it handles more dark plot lines, in my uh, opinion. But maybe that's just my opinion. My beautiful gold-tinted nostalgia speaking because I haven't seen season two in mm. fucking years. Not even rose-tinted, gold-tinted. Yes, it's, it's gold-tinted in my case. Okay, okay. No, That's <laughs> right. it's, it's lovely. 
in my memories, but I'm pretty sure if I'm going to rewatch it, I can hammer on some things. <laughs> yeah, probably, right. I still love the songs. Though. We were already joking uh, prior to this that uh, Digimon... Oh, no, wait, we actually <laughs> joked about that just now, that uh, the animation used to be... Jank. Mm, <laughs> Jank when we rewatched best. it last. I mean, you have Dean, and then you have whatever <laughs> team animated Digimon. I believe Digimon is just Toei animation, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Toei animation is nice. Yeah, but they used uh, the same... <laughs> This is hyperbole, by the way. Not true in any way. It's the same team that animated the first half of Dragon Ball Super. This is a completely <laughs> factual statement that you can accredit to Petri. Oh, uh, well, I'm not going to hear the end of that one. All right, well... On to the last one, which I've added. Yay. Yes, which you've added, because I have no idea what this is. This is um, a Blaze licenses the Breaker manhwa. Releases first Omnibus volume on June 30. Yeah, so... Um, what is this, the breaker, Petri? What is this? <laughs> this is going to sound weird. It's a Korean manga, so a manhwa. Yes. And it's a uh, shonen. I don't think they have a Korean term for that. And if they have, I'm sorry, I don't know it. <laughs> All right. But it's a it's a shonen. Um, so I really like the original. The second one came around, and then it just kind of stopped. I don't know what the entire uh, story behind it was, but the uh, offer just didn't either feel like it anymore or he had some health concerns and mm. wanted to taper back and said I'll probably continue this in a third chapter so that's why it was weird to me that it gets volumized right now into an omnibus because the story technically isn't ended and where it's at it just stopped midway in a storyline <laughs> yeah well I talk about it a lot but licensing is completely Completely inane ra- lately. It's like, yes. I mean, this what's gonna get licensed? We don't know. We have no clue if this even ever gets finished, and it's really disappointing for most fans that really like the breaker because it never gets anywhere now, because there's no new content of uh, on it. So I, I, I don't get it. Why, why volumize it? Why make an omnibus when there's only a finite amount of it and it's not finished yet? <laughs> I don't but, know, maybe to get some cash flow going while the author decides what to do? Perhaps. I'm not sure. But, uh, so it's... I'm not entirely uh, clear on the details anymore because it has been close to six years now. <laughs> since oh, I've wait, it's this. been in my haters for six years? Oh, yes. Tw- 2015 is when the second season, so not even this one, you have The Breaker and The Breaker New Wave. Mm-hmm. The second wave. I'm not entirely sure what the second one was called believe new wave can i see that here no well we'll just call it new wave <laughs> and uh, that ended in 2015 all right but in the middle of it uh so there is some stuff to make an omnibus out of and the second season also got uh got a few out of it but yes it was new waves i see it now. new waves and um uh, it has uh, 72 chapters all in all, so that's not even that much. No, no, not really. Um, I do remember it being quite fast in the build-up of its story, because it's... Uh, oh, what was it? Would you say it's one of those manga that we described earlier that you just kind of read through in seconds because it's all action shots? No, no, no. It, it, I mean, it does have good... Um, it's drawn really well. I really like how it's uh, drawn very detailed. Although most manhwa have that... Uh, particular style about it. They're a lot more uh, shoujo-like, as in Tin Man uh, with very long limbs. Yeah, I was about to say, I looked at this and I'm like, wow, ooh, 
This is uh, a fine gentleman they put on the cover. <laughs> yes. And he has more muscles than I think a body actually has, but uh, I'll <laughs> take it. I'll take it. No, uh, I'm not entirely clear on the story anymore, but he gets recruited into a family or a mafia or a gang. I'm not entirely sure anymore, and they have superpowers. Uh, he inherits these superpowers, and he, uh, it just goes on from there. Hmm. But it just kind of stops in the middle uh, with him acquiring a new power and then they were just like lol no next week we ain't doing it anymore <laughs> it uh, just kind of stopped um, okay yeah that was weird for me as well I really liked and, uh, up till what I read so I hoped it would continue but we're six years later now and I still don't think there's any progress or any news on it that is uh, kind of tragic though yes but I still wanted to talk about it because from one uh, once again it has been a long time ago but I really enjoyed what I read at that point I, I'm not very at home in Manwa. I did watch uh, A Day Before Us, the uh, South Korean uh, romance anime. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. That was very interesting. It's a very nice watercolor style, and it's interesting to hear an anime uh, in South Korean. It's a very different language, and I, yes, I kind of enjoyed listening to it. Uh, they are very tonal. They, yeah. uh, they have more uh, clamping down on tonal vo- uh, noises, which... Uh, I don't particularly like because it uh, sounds more like uh, Cantonese. All right. <laughs> and Cantonese is also very emotional. As in, you, they talk and you're just looking at them. Are you mad? Or, no, 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 I'm just congratulating you. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> All right. If you don't actually speak the language, it just sounds perpetually angry or emotional in a way that isn't there. <laughs> And I did read, I read uh, The Gamer for a while on, oh, a fr- yes. on a French recommendation, which I just thought <laughs> was kind of boring. Yes, me too. I've read that for, I don't even remember. I know I've read a few. Yeah, this, is, uh, this was a recommendation from a friend who was really into wuxia stories. Like these uh, very uh, uh, expansive martial arts stories that just end up with characters that uh, like from what he describes, like destroy universes with their punches. Ah, yes. At some point, like this very out there stories. Uh, if uh, if you want to read something like that that I really like, um, that would be uh, One Punch Man. No, <laughs> it's a manhwa. Uh, the Master. Uh, what I'm... is it with these very <laughs> to the point titles? Uh, Korean man. But uh, what I <laughs> they want are to... also known as being very to the point. What I wanted to say is, uh, I've read one that's very good, and I think that will resonate with you personally, maybe a little too much though, uh, oh Family Man. Okay. It's uh, about a story about a man, um, a hard worker, and he ends up getting um, mutilated on the job, his face gets severely scarred, uh, he's fired from his job, and uh, he returns to his family in shame, and he doesn't dare to go back to them. Uh, so he takes part-time work and tries to uh, desperately tries to like start up a life again so he can have the courage to go back to his family yeah okay and, uh, it's a very interesting drama story that uh, um, gets to some very dark interpersonal places yeah fair enough okay well uh... that's very different from uh, uh, destroying entire <laughs> armies with your yes. punch that gave birth to a griffin Keck. I am half remembering these stories from my friends. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I'd, uh, if you'd like to read something that's a little bit more down to earth, I'd like you to read Gosu. Uh, that's the master. The master, all right. Uh, easier findable on, uh, under Gosu. Uh, it's, it, he's just a laid back dude, but he is also one of the. Uh, he's pretty much one punch man, but chubby. 
He's just eating uh, the gyoza and they're like, uh, the, who is the, uh, what was it, the apprentice of the dragon lord or whatever they called him. And he's just sitting there like, no, with puffed up cheeks, that be me. It wasn't there like a Naruto character, like one of his classmates, it was this very chubby Choji. dude that... Uh, <laughs> that literally has the technique to grow bigger and fatter. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's what that sentence reminded me of. Yes, I can see that. No, Gosu is a, a lot more laid back, as in he just doesn't want to use his powers, usually. And when he does, it gives you the amazing shots of half of a valley getting shattered. <laughs> so I really uh, I really like Gosu. I, I, I kind of I want to look it up, so I'm going to check it out and see if I can find it. Yes. But... Um... Yeah, that's pretty much it for news this uh, this uh, week, isn't it? Yes, there's not uh, a lot of other news that interested us or that we could have talked about in no. any depth at all. So we need to kind of contextualize something. Um, after last week's recording, uh, Petri and I decided, okay, we're going to challenge each other to a game. And uh, we got a game from our respective collections. Yes. So we have to play that because if we don't motivate each other, then uh, we probably just keep playing Smite or, in my case, Warhammer Total War 2. Precisely. Uh, and we're never going to finish like this massive backlog that literally surrounds me here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we challenged each other to a game, and it was the intention that we played it and got as far as possible, if not finished it. Precisely, And yes. uh, let's just say, uh, if you haven't done that, you get zero points. If you played it, you get one point. Uh, if you finish it, that's two points. Yes, so the first one Casper uh, wants me to play was Bugs Bunny, and uh, the, the, what was the... I don't know, I just pulled a Bugs Bunny <laughs> game from your shelves. Travel Through Time, we have the Dutch version here, so it has another title, so mm -hmm. uh, maybe I could check in the meanwhile. But um, it was horrendous. It's the most stiff-ass platformer I've ever played. By the way, I dislike platformers with a passion. I already can't play them for shit, but... Oh, I'm a horrible person. Oh, yeah. Even a friend of mine who is usually uh, very much into um, uh, platformers just looked at it and he's uh, like, Casper must be a cruel person because I love platformers, all of them, and I fucking hated this one. I didn't know. <laughs> it was Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. That was Lost in Time, okay. And uh, I don't know... You need zero thinking power for it. All the puzzles are just literally laid before you in obvious ways. And after about two hours, I was just like, this isn't going to be it. You're going to give me another game. Yes. <laughs> so but you get one point for that at least. Yes. I'm and not giving you points for the backup, though. <laughs> the backup was Rampage Knights, I believe, right? Yes, Rampage Knights, which would be a beat-em-up roguelite. Yeah, I pulled it from your Steam list when you suddenly dropped it on me that you needed something else. Yes. Um, which, uh, it's a roguelite, so you can't truly finish it. I did one playthrough of uh, the entire game, and I've uh, played a few more times since then. Um, I liked it, but I think it's uh, one of those co-op games that you really need to play co-op. Okay. And I played it alone, so I got kind of frustrated, uh, especially since, uh, since we're talking about it, I'm going to give my a little review of it. Okay, uh, go ahead, go ahead, by all means. The controls were pretty straightforward, but uh, I had this issue where I, if I wanted to go left and let go of the stick, because for some attacks you need to have a neutral position, Yeah. it snapped me back to be right-facing. What? But and it, don't, it only did that if I tried to go left. If I go right, I let go of the stick, it's uh, bounced back into the middle, 
I just keep facing right. If I do that for the left, I, it will uh, make me face the other way. I've tried changing the dead zone. I've tried, tried other controllers. They all did it. And it made me mad sometimes. Because some enemies have shields and you can only attack the... Uh, or get rid of them with a charge attack or a jump attack. Jump yeah. attacks are easier, so I usually jump. But then I try to tr jump right, mm -hmm. let go of the stick, and then I turn around midair and uh, attack the other side. <sighs> Very useful if you were surrounded, but... Uh... Yes, truly. God damn, no. Um, but, yeah, the game was fine if I had to give it... Uh, a ranking, a rating, I would say it's a solid six, six and a half. Mm -hmm. It's enjoyable, but I think it would be far more enjoyable if you did it with uh, some other friends. Do you have any recollection of how you actually came to own this game? Because I just pulled it from your Steam list. Probably a Humble Bundle. Probably a Humble Bundle, he says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. That's probably it. Uh, the art style is... Uh, if I were to put it into words, very mini clip, very flash game-like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. Yes, um, well, uh, the only bad part for me, for the roguelike part, is that you don't unlock new stuff. All the items that are in the game you can get from the get-go, mm -hmm. from what I've seen at least. Uh, and if I had to uh, say what I really liked about it, it would be the casual difficulty. Uh, because it doesn't punish you as much for the roguelike elements, as in if you die, you can start from the la last chapter. Uh, right. last stage so that kind of helps people that uh, even if they don't have time or interest or friends to uh, beat the entire game they can at least see the entire thing play out does it yes. have a story or does it just no uh, no it's just yeah kinda <laughs> the sorcerer stole your shit get your shit back that sounds like uh, <laughs> castle crushes yeah that's about it <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, then you uh, fight him and you get some other bosses uh, in subsequent playthroughs but I haven't seen much of them I've uh, seen two other bosses, the, uh, and one of them I couldn't figure out how to even attack, so... Oh, that's... <laughs> that's no. where Alt F4 was my favorite combination. Oh yeah, that's the secret button that finishes games instantly. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I will uh, say that I'm probably still going to play this after... Uh, even after this challenge. Okay, that's a success story. Yes, it has co-op. I like co-op games. Uh, a less of a success story is what you challenge me to. Yes, I challenge you to Metal Gear Solid 3 particularly. Yes, and I ran into every problem imaginable. <laughs> oh dear, do tell. Uh, uh, well, firstly, I chose to outright ignore what you asked me to do. <laughs> yes, I thought as much. Yes, because you, uh, your argument was uh, you should play Metal Gear Solid 3 because that's the first part. Uh, well, that's chronologically the first game in the series. And also the one with tolerable controls. And I was like, okay, I understand your argument in that regard, but what I kind of want to experience is also the technological advancement of the series. And I was so like, you played the MSX version? Um, <laughs> I did contemplate that, but I don't have... Uh, I don't know how to work MSX, man. Get off my case. <laughs> no, I, I was like, okay, well, I can kind of not do Metal Gear for the NES because it's just a completely different game. Solid is kind of its own thing. Well, um, it, it is uh, continually. It, it is in the same uh, storyline. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid and I'm going to play it on my PlayStation Vita that is over there, out of screen, because it's a rude little thing that decided not to work anymore. Oh, dear. I have battery problems. Every time I try to use it, I have to uh, charge it up for hours uh, before it can turn on again. And uh, it works fine. I can play very long. But if I use it, put it on standby or turn it off, 
uh, and it stays that way for any amount of time, then the next time I try to turn it on, it has to charge up again. It's completely drained. Okay. I I need to fix this. Yeah, uh, well, I'll... you need to fix this yes, because I, I don't know how to. You're going to fix shit. I'm going to fix shit. <laughs> I have brought it in for repairs. So no, I did. I actually got zero points because I did absolutely no Metal Gear Solid whatsoever. I was about to say I could have even given you the PC version of the game. Um, but <laughs> I did. What I did run in. Uh, what I did consider was that well, okay, maybe I should just play Metal Gear Solid Three. But at that point, I was already in the work week, and what I kind of noticed that it's difficult to kind of motivate yourself to uh, start like a cinematic long console game. In Fair. the middle of a work week, when you're like, okay, I need to turn in at 10 because I need to get up early for work tomorrow, but it's already past 7. I still need to finish some other things. I was chatting with friends. Fair enough. So like, well, okay, at most I can probably get one and a half hour of this in, of this game in. And Although I, I kind of don't feel like only putting one and a half hours into a game that I know is going to be like 20 hours. No, no, no. That's what I was about to say. This game is not as long as you think it is. It especially isn't? 3. 3 is actually pretty short I mean Robin and Nick and I wow Woo! wow <laughs> wow I hear Robin the Dutch I, <laughs> Robin and I minus uh, one point finished it in like three days if that and only and that's with all the shit that's going on alright yeah <laughs> so I think uh, our save game on the shield is like seven hours I believe and that's right. with watching all the cutscenes and like redoing every boss 20 times because uh, <laughs> Robin was playing Amateurs? and well Robin was playing and he got frustrated at the controls a lot <laughs> because he, he understandable was, you get into first person and uh, what do you think the shoot button is it ain't fucking R2 I can tell you that much is it X it is square square <laughs> So that was kind of frustrating for him. That cost us a lot of time. Uh, no, I think if you can actually get through it, um, just watching cutscenes and beating all the bosses in one go, I think the game is only six hours at best. Wow, it's all a, right. Um, it's actually not that long. That's why I recommended it. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, either way, I completely failed, so that's zero points for me. Also, just add, uh, as uh, the reference... Metal Gear Solid 3 is literally on every console. It's so pervasive, it's scary. You can okay. play it on the 3DS, Vita. The, the, you don't even... Uh, there's an original port for the Vita. All right. <laughs> HD conversion. HD conversion. Uh, it's on... Uh, the only console I don't think it's on is not a console, it's PC. I think yeah. it's even on the original Xbox. <laughs> I like it. I like PC. It's uh, not on the GameCube, though. But about it's about on everything... <laughs> Okay, wow. Uh, uh, well, just a misjudgment on my part. Uh, only smart, uh, small part is if you play it on PS2, uh, don't play it emulated. It uses pressure sensitive buttons. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, don't, that can screw you up. Wow. <laughs> don't make that mistake because Rolf and I did with Silent Hill. And we were just like, why can't we just do a normal swing? We always do the charged up swing. Yeah, you need to press lightly for that. So we had to remap uh, all the buttons to get that to work. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, wow. So zero points. Zero do we proclaim on the, on the show what we will challenge each other to next week? Or yes. will, they give a, um, will well, it be a mystery? I don't know if you did your research. Uh, I did mine. Oh, dear. 
Uh, I challenge you to finish Road Trip Adventure for the PlayStation 2. Ah, yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! <laughs> I have finally a reason to finish this damn game! <laughs> well, the that is the proper excitement I was looking for. People that know me have maybe seen my video, or at least the title of my videos. I have played a lot of uh, the games by Barnhouse Effect. Mm -hmm. This is a game by Barnhouse Effect, and it's a car game. I like cars. I pulled it out of the shelf. I was looking it's like, oh, this is made by... This is published by Play It. Yes, oh, which is, is a 50-50 shot. That's either a shitty pinball game, or it's an amazing Japanese port that nobody wanted. I cannot contest this because I'm literally playing World Championship Poker <laughs> on the PlayStation 2 by Play It. My point exactly. Um, yeah, for you, uh, I don't know if I even gonna change it. <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna change it. Well, that is, uh, I suppose, legal. I mean, you haven't played it yet, and I still think you really should play Metal Gear Solid 3. All right. Um, this is my chance at uh, redemption. The I almost wanted to say Revengeance, but that's <laughs> a Metal Gear game. No. <laughs> that's farther on than the series. That's much further on. No, All I right, still redemption. Think, uh, I still think you need to play it, and I really want your opinion on it. I want to talk about Metal Gear Solid 3. I liked it. All right. You want to talk Metal Gear Solid 3 with a friend that can actually somewhat interpret the story. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. No, the, um, I just, uh, the, the, the thing I like most about uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, 3 is the tongue and cheek of it knowing it's a camp house movie. All right. <laughs> As in, everything in it just knows. It's like a beef movie, and it's amazing. Uh, for the first two cutscenes, really don't convey that as much. But when you meet your first characters, you're—I uh, I know exactly what face you're gonna pull at it. You're just gonna sit up, lean back, take your chin in one hand, and be like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is what they were going for." <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I—I'm curious. I will check it out. Then. Also, uh, one last piece of advice for the game. Uh, look up uh, before you start playing some um, easter eggs because you can uh, use uh, particular button combinations while in cutscenes to trigger some things and they're hilarious alright alright <laughs> I will have to give that a look yes uh, let's see what was next well uh, other gaming bits really have you uh, played anything besides what I challenged you to specifically uh, well. that isn't smite or bloons <laughs> or Damn one it. of the other things you always play <laughs> Damn it, I've been found out. Um, no, not really. Not that I can think of the top of my head, at least. All right. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine. You were dedicated. And Rampage, Rampage Knights uh, clicked with you better than you anticipated, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was at first like, oh, God, this is a Flash game turned Steam game. And I played it and I was like... Well, it's frustrating, but every beat-em-up is frustrating it's for me. It's frustrating, but eminently survivable. Yes, and with the roguelite elements, you get items and upgrades, so it gives it some replayability, more replayability than a double dragon. And, uh, yeah, I actually quite enjoyed that. Oh. Didn't expect it. Um, yeah, Bloons, Smite. Uh, oh, wait, I played... Uh, we Were Here Together with uh, Rolf. Uh, and uh, the We Were Here series, this uh, uh, Dutch-developed uh, uh, puzzle-solving game. All right. You each uh, get a, a perspective, and mm -hmm. uh, you just have to describe it to each other and find out how to solve uh, a puzzle. And there are uh, a particular amount of puzzles. Only bad thing about it is, once you played it, you kind of, well, 
that's all the paths you get. All right, I have to say, uh, on the one hand, this sounds like uh, keep talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> on the other hand, it sounds like every corporate team building exercise I've ever done, and it's giving me the, the shakies again. <laughs> the heebie-jeebies. No, this was actually quite enjoyable um, because it's a bit more... Um, it has more time pressure in uh, certain things, and it has a horror undertone. Horror? Yes. A Dutch-developed horror game. That's well, it's not a horror game. It has undertones. Undertones. It's primarily a puzzle game. Okay. So you uh, each get a perspective. I, I really like the part where uh, you just literally have to explain to each other what the fuck you are seeing. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I see eyes and symbols. Ah, I have a pillar with a color, and I can enter symbols. Ah, okay. Which colors are your uh, pillars? Red and blue. And I'm going through my list. Okay, red and blue. Okay, that's this symbol. <laughs> and <laughs> Rolf and I can gel perfectly because we can use the stupidest um, just descriptions of symbols and we know exactly what we mean. <laughs> oh, yes, it's the T that is having a party. Ah, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Ah, the A with a penis protruding from it. Yes! Yes, I got that one. <laughs> and we finished that in about an hour. It's really short. Um, uh, and we played the second one, which was about 80 minutes, 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And now we're on the third one. And I've en I enjoyed them all. But it's uh, also fun because Rolf and I both enjoy horror games. Yeah, yeah, Rolf <laughs> is really into horror games. And especially since the last uh, puzzle in the game makes you play out the stage play and uh, with uh, uh, cutouts. And he moves the cutouts. And uh, in the meanwhile, in the theater, there's a shadow marionette that's uh, uh, watching you. And it's just creeping closer, closer. And when it's at the stage, you get fucked up. <laughs> you All got right. to redo it. And <laughs> Rolf uh, was like, so how close was he? Well, he was literally in my face, but that's fine. I'm used to horror games. <laughs> <laughs> because how close you get, the smaller your vision gets. And you need to go to a gramophone to get the new instructions. <laughs> and Rolf was like, how close is he? I mean, you're not really getting stressed out here. No, nah, no, nah, he's on stage, it's fine. Just move the things around. Okay, done, we win. Uh, so the closer he gets, the less view you have of what Rolf is doing. Yes. And, so, and the less you have to work on based on what you need to input in the gramophone. Yes. Oh, oh. That oh, yeah, that sounds like a recipe for stressing some people out. <laughs> and he Wonderful. first played it with Bram and... Bram can't handle horror. No, no, slightest. not at all. So he went, uh, I heard stories about him on, uh, almost screaming and uh, just to finish it. I just loved it. Uh, yeah, and cowards are very fun to play horror games with. Yes. And the fourth game of the series is going to be released this year, so uh, that's why we're playing them all now. Mm -hmm. so, uh, oh, oh, it's ongoing. Yes, yes nice. it's still ongoing. I'm going to look it up. Yes, it was nice. I really think you could enjoy it as well. Yeah, maybe I can... Uh Persuade. Uh, get, uh, yeah, get some of my friends, maybe my Norwegian friends, uh, to play this with me. Yes. Um, They're always asking if I can play games with them, but usually... <laughs> no time. Usually no time, or I'm busy writing. Any other uh, games you've played? Actually, yes, I've been very busy with everything other than what you asked me to do. <laughs> I expected as much. Yes. Uh, well, I did say that I was going to do it, and I did. Uh, I finished the first Spyro game on the Reignited trilogy. Uh, that is uh, the ah. first time I've played Spyro through uh, further than like the second world. Fair enough. And, and uh, Reignited Trilogy, if you at all remember, was it harder than the original one? I don't. I no. I don't have a frame for reference for okay. how hard it is. I got the impression that maybe the chases uh, against the thieves that stole the eggs are a little harder. Okay. 
Um, I, I did have to. I did have some trouble. I did have to make that click. Like, okay, I'm not gonna complete this game. I'm not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, I need. Once to I let that go sure. and was just like, okay, I'm just gonna do my best in all the levels and enjoy myself. Uh, I managed to finish it very well. Okay. And uh, there were a few. There were a few levels. I was like looking at what I was <laughs> supposed to be doing. Like this, you got this uh, level that's just multiple trees with the high speed courses, and you need to leap between the uh. courses. And I'm like. Okay, well, I need to chase something here, and I'm already lost it. It's over there. I have no idea how to get there. I got I, I got a few shiny things here. I'm leaving. Yeah, to interject with that, Spyro makes you think how to get there. The Bugs Bunny game just gives you boxes. Look, you can get up there easily. It's just going to take you five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the particular point I wanted to make why I didn't like Bugs Bunny. Nothing is hard. It's just tedious. It's just work. <laughs> Oh, joy. Yes, um, I'm doing enough of that without the game, so... <laughs> I did get the impression that the Reignited Trilogy, uh, that Spyro was very neutered, as I mentioned before. You got a very, uh, like, uh, whimsical uh, Spyro yes. that's uh, very inoffensive. And yeah. he's still got some lines of dialogue that are uh, that are written to be very snappy, but he just says them like, uh, like a happy little kid. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't. Um, that was a bit of a shame, but otherwise the game was so bursting with personality. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm still uh, uh, debating on playing it because I kind of want to, but I'm uh, not entirely sure because uh, I believe the PC version of Spyro was locked at 30 FPS. I haven't checked the FPS. I have to admit. Yes, and I just uh, I'm one of those weird people that really gets eye strain from playing games, especially when it's a very uh, visually what's the right word a vibrance not especially vibrant when it's very uh, uh, crowded on screen yeah. like particle effects that mm -hmm. really messes my stuff up I can play Monster Hunter World for more than 20 minutes oh you mentioned that yes and that is such a shame because I love it so much but mm. I just can't play it for that long well I did have a few uh, moments where the game chugged okay uh, had a bit of an FPS dip and I was like what, what are you? What are you chugging at? <laughs> what are you why, chugging? why are you slowing down? But uh, yeah, the, uh, that's also with lower FPS and especially on bigger screens because the animation looks even choppier how bigger the screen gets. Yeah. And I have a 32-inch main screen, so that's already a bit big. Mm -hmm. And for uh, 30 FPS, it just messes with my head. I just get a headache and burning eyes within an yeah, hour. That's like You've so, mentioned that before, and that sounds way too frustrating to bother with. Yes, and Robin already mentioned that there is a 60 FPS patch, but it may or may not work well. <laughs> I haven't even checked that because I was like, oh, it's fine. So the only I'm, thing uh, I immediately fixed is I start up the game, and it defaulted to touch for me. <laughs> and I couldn't fix that in the game, so I had to finish watching the cutscene, immediately got out of it once I realized it's not fixable in-game. Oof. Uh, yeah. So, uh... Next week, I will try to have finished uh, Road Trip Avenger. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to enjoy that one. It's <laughs> to be utterly frustrating the first few hours, but I'm going to like it. I did play something that you might be interested in, okay. uh, that you might have heard about. Uh, it's called Friday Night Funkin'. Have you seen anything of it? What was that last word? Friday Night Funking. Funkin'? Funkin'. F-U-N-K-I-N-G. No, 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 not the G. Oh, the, the oh Funkin. <laughs> Apostrophe. Yeah. Ah, ah alliteration is cool. Now, now you're, now you're cool. <laughs> no, no I, I can't say I particularly 
know anything about that. It's a it's a very charming rhythm game in the Stepmania uh, style. Sadly, not for bindable buttons. That was a bit of a shame. Oh, oh, uh, but oh, it's that, yeah. Which buttons does it use? Uh, it uses WASD or the arrow keys. So I just oh, kind of did. God, I, yeah, that, that, that's horrendous. That would be AS for me and upright. Yeah, I use exactly <laughs> that. That's I use exactly that. Say. But it's a, it's an homage to uh, Newgrounds era flash games uh, okay. with appearances from uh, uh, well uh, for Pico, Zontan, uh, lots of other. Uh, oh dear, yeah, uh, we need to make a segment in some of these episodes just <laughs> talk about uh, flash games. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, no, that a lot of shoutouts. Uh, Super Meat Boy. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's just a, it's a small game. I finished it in like maybe an hour on the normal difficulty but it has a lot of personality lots of very nice music okay it, it's, uh, it's free it's free oh okay and just to keep myself to it i'm going to say it here i'm also since i still wanted to play it before the echo that's also a rhythm game uh oh i have that one yes it was at first at first had a different name but they got sued and they changed it to before the echo and uh, that's how long I own it. Yeah, and I, I still uh, haven't played it. I also owned it under the original name, and I, I forgot what it was originally called. Yes, I totally forgot as well. Maybe better that way. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, I'm going to play that as well, because I can't imagine that being too long, and I like rhythm games, so yeah. I'm going to play that. So on to the touchy subject for yeah, today. Yeah, the touchy subject. Again, something we are undoubtedly going to be in complete agreement <laughs> over, yes. but which is nevertheless something that uh, sparks discussion from time to time. Definitely. Yes. How uh, do we feel about emulation? Do you mean how we feel about committing crime? Crime? How do you mean? What do you mean, crime? The game is not being a, is not being sold anywhere in a physical form. Who's going to benefit from it when I pirate it? Deafening silence followed that statement. <laughs> because I didn't anticipate for Patrick to accuse me. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's just the general input I have about emulation. Because most of people uh, either harp on emulation accuracy. It's, not ju it's just being not real. Yeah, go fuck yourself, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't care. Exactly, that sentiment is what I share. Or either that if you download games... You are pirating them. But my argument against that would be... I mean, most of these PS2 games... Who the hell is going to profit from it... Except the shop I'm buying it from? Yeah, I guess there's and something of a point to be made... Like Nintendo. Nintendo sells a lot of their old tasks. Yes, exactly. Nintendo, they keep re-selling uh, their old games. Which is fine. I still buy them on their consoles. I mean, I still have uh, Majora's Mask and all that for the 3DS. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Um... I do still think, which is maybe an opposing view to uh, many, if you have bought the game, I think you should be able to emulate it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because uh, it, it, in some points, you actually buy a license and not the game itself. Mm -hmm. So you only have a license to play it on that set of hardware. And I just think, go fuck a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them my money. Yes. And I want to play it in the convenience of my computer and not on the goddamn small 3ds that will cramp my hands yes uh to kind of go along with that uh say i want to play uh legend of zelda ocarina of time i have it on my nintendo uh, 64 i have my old copy it's beautiful it's pristine uh nintendo 64 itself not so much so i would have to buy a new console that's not gonna happening i no, also and, and n64 is the perfect console to actually uh call up here because i 
kind of nerd on this subject yeah, uh, yeah. entirely. The N64 just has crappy video output in Europe, even in America. The only thing you're getting is composite, which is the yellow plug, which is the lowest, most fuzzy-ass signal you can get. And maybe S-Video, which is kind of better, but not on the N64 because they kind of have a bad... Uh, yeah, they put it bad. It's just bad in the N64. It's not much better than what uh, composite can do for you. So you already have the hardware mod your N64 better picture quality. Mm-hmm. Well, there that's about $100 down the drain. Then you need something to interpret the signal because most uh, new TVs don't interpret 240p. Mm-hmm. So that's misinterpreted. So you need a scaler. That's another 100 to $180 euros, whatever you want to say. Um, and then the controllers of the N64 had the audacity to have that s- stupid stick that goes limp after a few hours. Yeah. So you need to replace those as well, which is also 20 bucks. You're already like 300, 400 euros down the uh, drain and you still don't have any way to properly play it. <laughs> yeah, and that's all assuming that your actual cartridge works. Yes. And then you add... Um, uh, it just uh, It's not worth it. No. <laughs> I, mean, I, I kind of have it because I'm a purist and mm-hmm. I really like the PS2. So I have spent the money. I've made it look nice. And uh, for most people, it's just not worth the hassle. They just kind of want to play the game that they have grown up on. And then you can still make the argument like, uh, like your Majora's Mask, I believe. It's entirely uh, packaged within plastic you kind of want to maintain it you never want to take the game out yeah and yeah my copy is actually in a protector box yeah. yes exactly so you don't ever want to get that cartridge out of there you want to download the game and not have to mm-hmm. use the uh, cartridge it's a, it is Schindler's cartli- cartridge I claim there's a cartridge in there but it's closed and you can't figure it out without checking I can I can take it in my hands and feel if there's weight because the Majora's Mask Shut cartridge is, is the, one of the heaviest cartridges on the N64. Shut up. <laughs> no, but the point that I wanted to make, I have, I bought it on Nintendo 64. Uh, I'd have to play it on that, and I can because Nintendo 64 is uh, bricked. Uh, I got it on the Wii back in the day in the virtual store. That virtual store is closed. Virtual console, yes. Uh, yes. The service for re-downloading it is closed, indeed. Yeah. Um... I didn't end up buying it for the, uh, what was it called again, the Wii U. I, yes. had to, I had to peek for a moment because yes. it's, and now I'd have to buy it for the Switch. Is it even out on the Switch? Is it no. going to cost me another 10 euros? Uh, well, it's not out on the Switch and no. <laughs> no, uh, I, c- I don't think you can justify continually asking people to just repurchase uh, digital versions of games from years ago. Uh, no, the, the, the worst offender in my opinion would be the uh, Earthbound for uh, the uh, the Wii U and the 3DS. You have to repurchase it for each console. And they were at the same time uh, and they were out at the same time and both were like 16 euros at some point. So mm-hmm. you had to, uh, to buy a game that's by that point already 25 years old. Wait, they charge 16 euros for a digital copy just because the original game was rare? Expensive? Yes. Yeah, no, that's, explo- that's just that's exploitation. <laughs> and they had the balls to ask you for it twice if you owned a 3DS too. Yeah, <laughs> Which you is want, stupid. If you wanted crossplay, like uh, oh, not even crossplay, Play, probably just it's just a completely safe. separate copy. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I don't get that. Um, also, from the other standpoint, you have uh, the people that say it's uh, not a purist 
you. But I just have to say, if it looks well, it doesn't do weird shit, it controls well, mm -hmm. why argue against emulation? Because you can make it about as integrated as you want it to be. Yeah. You can make it accurate, uh, that uh, uh, the pixels are precisely multiplied or even not multiplied. So you have a crunchy ass uh, resolution. Yeah, you can you work can in like a TV static. I've seen yes. that before. Uh, scan lines. Scan lines, that's yes. the word. Uh, actually, I could uh, turn that on right now if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't really get the people that are against it. Yeah, it's not real enough. What does that even mean? <laughs> I, I actually used to think that like years ago and like, well, I'm, I'm going to buy these games uh, for real because emulating them is fake. But uh, the problem is they aren't sold. No. They aren't sold for real unless you find some odd copy and it's probably an American import and that won't play. And most of the older systems by this point, and with older systems I mean everything PlayStation 1 and before are so well emulated and so accurate you can't really make an argument against them mm -hmm. and uh, PS2 is getting there PCSX2 is kind of a mess still but there's a lot of front-end development at, uh, for that for a while so they can integrate it into RetroArch which I've installed yeah. at your uh, laptop um, and well Dolphin is just uh, a, modern a modern marvel of emulation. It plays everything and about flawlessly. I mean, there's still little things, but I don't think there are many games that are truly unplayable on it. And you have PPSSPP, the PSP emulator, yeah. which is also just about perfect. It runs on everything. You can put it on your five-year-old phone and it probably can still play some games. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm completely in agreement with your earlier statement. Uh, kind of summarized if you own a copy of the game, even if it was a copy you bought as a kid, or if it's a game that's just not sold. Unless they make considerable changes yeah. to a remake, a true remake, yeah. I'd consider rebuying that. But if it's just pretty much hack mm. and shot the same game on a new console, I, I'm not really inclined to buy that again. Yeah, because usually uh, if you're willing to do the tinkering, you can probably make an emulated game even better than oh, how yes, it originally definitely. ran. I mean, RetroArch has a confusing front end, so most people kind of uh, stay away from it. But mm -hmm. if you have configured it well, you can have some nice CRT shaders, so the scan lines, but also some Trinitron artifacting, which will probably mean nothing to you. But No, no, no. <laughs> just, uh, I, my vacant stare is uh, enough. Vacant stare is uh, says enough. Um, but you can also uh, uppress PS1 games. You can, uh, because you, you're probably aware of this, on the PS1, when you are looking around in a 3D game, it gets that shutter effect on oh, the pixels yeah, that's and polygons. horrible. Yes, you can totally disable that. You can make it so that it, uh, because the PS1 can't uh, do depth uh, calculations mm -hmm. properly, and uh, you actually, emulator adds that feature in so that you don't get that weird stuff. And that's amazing. That's why I like emulating. And it also uh, makes me able to use my Elite controller, which is far nicer to use. Mm -hmm. uh, I can remap controls a lot easier. Mm -hmm. It looks nicer. The only uh, the thing that really stopping, or the argument that I can actually stand behind is the latency issue. The latency? As in um, uh, how fast it is to produce a frame, get it on your screen, get input to it, and the game reacts. On a true console, that's obviously a lot faster, or a lot... 
in most cases it's not that noticeable but if you're a true pixel peeper and you really know your game well you're probably going to notice there's some input lag so uh, that's the only argument I can really stand by but in modern years we have added look ahead in uh, older emulation systems because uh, newer systems that would be far too resource uh, heavy look ahead would run uh, another version of the emulator and um, kind of determines what path you would take or what button you would press and, and um, uh, by what it produces would get to your screen so it's faster than actually playing it but then the reaction the latency is actually lower than the real console yeah but that's still really uh, a beta thing I would say yeah that sounds like a very On creative high end solution for uh, for an issue what most people don't even notice no 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 but um yeah, I think the conclusion that we both reach here is if you actually uh, like emulate a game that's out right now, like something from the 3DS or the Switch, yeah, okay, that's that's piracy. If you don't own it and you're just emulating that, that's piracy. Yes. Uh, but if you uh, bought uh, Super Mario 64 when you were a kid and Nintendo is asking you to put down money for a virtual copy of the game again for the third time... Uh, Fuck Nintendo. Uh, yes, uh, can I just interject with fuck the All-Star Collection? <laughs> yes. Sorry, I had to say that. Yes, uh, screw that noise. Uh, you are not a pirate if you emulate a game that you own and that just doesn't work anymore because of hardware or because it's too much of a bother to actually set that up on like modern hardware. Yes, and I still think, uh, uh, with especially Nintendo. Nintendo is the worst offender in... Uh, I think. Yeah, they like cracking down on this. Oh, yes. they First off, they like cracking down on it. Um, I mean, it's warranted. They have the copyright, so you shouldn't be able to uh, share it online. Sure. I get that. Mm -hmm. But still, uh, besides that, they keep anime reanimating corpses that should be long dead. And then you get... Um, even their emulation solutions are quite... Uh, I wouldn't say lazy, but... It is a bit. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that at one time that they just uploaded like a, a stolen oh, yes, one the, file the, to the... Uh... The NES NES Mini. Mm -hmm. You know those, right? Yes, yes. Everyone yes. does. They actually used downloaded ROMs for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because the NES has a file header, which the real ROMs don't have, but we used for identification in emulators. Mm -hmm. And all the ROMs in the NES Mini have, the, have these headers. Thus they are uh, downloaded from some site... <laughs> they didn't use their original ROMs. They didn't rip them themselves. So they're actually guilty of their own <laughs> problem here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just a business strategy, right? Yes. Uh, eliminate uh, the market uh, for distributing uh, emulatable files uh, that you yourself are trying to sell. Uh, even if that includes hundreds, if not thousands of games that uh, you can't get anywhere else that you've never published uh, officially in markets that are using them. No, it's uh, just a, a childish uh, childish way of dealing with uh, piracy. Yes. Um, and it's a real shame when people lose access to uh, games that are culturally significant, that are interesting, uh, just because uh, Nintendo needs to sell Mario again for 5 euro. Yeah. Um, to wrap this up, uh, do you have anything planned uh, anime-wise this week? I'm probably going to be finishing some uh, short series and an OVA uh, when I get home. 
Okay. But uh, I intend to put significant time into actually getting into uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 now that I've been challenged to it once again. <laughs> Good. I have two points to catch up to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be doing Road Trip Adventure, obviously. I'm going to do some before the Echo. And mm -hmm. after which, uh, I'm going to catch up on AOT. Attack on Titan, I think. Yeah, I might actually add that back to my list as well, because it seemed really interesting based on what you told me. Yes, season 2 is a bit of a dip, in my opinion. 3 is far better, and 4 is apparently all the hype, <laughs> which I'm going to figure out this week. Um, let's see. Am I going to do anything else? I'm probably going to pick up some other anime that catches my eye at some point. I do want to uh, get through two series this week. Project Echo. Uh, perhaps. Bit short, but perhaps. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, till next uh, time then. Let's see if we can actually finish these things. And uh, let's see who scores the most points. Yes. So I was Petri from Main Protagonist Podcast. I was the comedic relief with... I was Casper. I was the main protagonist. And next time I may be something entirely different. We shall see, hopefully, for actual first episode, episode one, with a finalized concept and everything. Yes. Hope to see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.